Hello everyone, I am Rafaela Tanconi and this is our Off Balance podcast series, turning maternity penalty into a career dividend. Barbara, I'll leave it to you. You tell us your journey. Thanks a lot. I can tell you a little bit about myself. You are going to hear in details what do I think about family, maternity, career. And uh, I would like to say that even if maternity is a little bit of overbalance in life, but before and after it's, it's really on balance. I'm already a grandmother. And uh, I, so I think that maternity is the best thing that can happen to a woman. And I think it's very important that we share our knowledge about how to get the best out of family and children. So I wanted to share with you my personal professional life, which actually started as a technical engineer. I was a professional track driver. I have driving license for all, all kinds of uh, cars, so I can even drive a truck. And it's very important to have the right education. So I have a bachelor's degree in technical engineering. I have a master's degree in economics from the Budapest Karl Marx University. And I went to Turin University as a mother of two. And the story about uh, like my education that we two children almost as a single mother because my, my husband didn't come with me. I spent one year in the US with two children and I did a full-time MBA. And this was actually a very important, uh, a crucial point in my career, because uh, I think that education is very important. And if you have the right education, you will have the right uh, uh, opportunities in life. And I can tell you one more thing that I would never ever do it again. So I did it once. It was a huge challenge, but eventually it was worth it. And what is also very important to have be like a lifelong uh, studying, because when I was in, in London, I actually was educated at the Institute of Directors. And at this point of my life, I'm a charter director. I'm going to turn 68 next uh, week, but I still actively work on boards and I, I, I'm also working on advisory boards. So I think it's very important if you can, you are still not there, but in age, you, you can actually work uh, if you are interested in it. Uh, when I finished my MBA, I went to work with the World Bank, and then I, I worked there 10 years. And after that, after the 10 years, I went to work with Ersten Young. I was the first uh, direct entry partner at Ersten Young. I became... Uh, the managing partner for the company in Budapest. But after that, I was actually offered to be the Hungarian ambassador to the UK. And this is when I went to see the Queen. I think it was one of the nicest day in my professional life. And uh, she was actually very nice. So I think it's a very special day. And I also worked with three different prime ministers. Uh, the first one was Tony Blair, who was actually saying, Dr. Borbala, you do a great job. So he was very happy with my job. So I was also ambassador under Gordon Brown and David Cameron. So I had three prime ministers. I had very important guests on my guest list. 
built upon Hobbes work. He was 97 at that time. And I, I also hosted Václav Havel. And uh, I have a very good uh, working relationship with Prince Charles, who we now invite to Hungary to be the guest of honor with the Hungarian Business Leaders Forum, which was established by also by Prince Charles. And when I was in London, I became Freeman of the City of London. Like what is very important, I would like to talk about my family. I think Rafaela's main aim is to uh, give you examples or see how a family can survive a, a career woman in the family. And also, it's very important that uh, when you have children, and I can tell you because I already have two grown-up children, that when my granddaughter was born and my daughter told me that she would like to bring up her daughter as I, I brought up herself. I think this is when you are in a family, it's very important to be a role model for your children, not only focus on your career, but you also need to focus on, on your home and on how to, to be the best in everything. But I was very lucky, actually, and this is not, uh, not that everybody else can do, that uh, still have a very strong family network. I was uh, lucky because, except the one year when I was in the U.S., I, I always had mother in, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my mother. I have three sisters. So if you have a strong family network, it's, it's much easier to be in balance uh, with your own work. My daughter, Veronica, she has a PhD in uh, climate change, and uh, she works in Holland uh, for the European Commission Joint Research Center. She is the one who has the two children, and uh, we talk to each other every day. I cannot help her as much as I wish, but when she asks me, I, I go and visit and try to be of help. And I think it's very important to have a strong uh, relation. My younger daughter, Carolina, she, she has uh, a master's degree also in climate change. Somehow, probably because of me and because of my sensitivity to climate change and environmental issues, they both chose this profession. And if you see my professional career, I actually I had a, a lot of different recognitions, including I became Hungary's Business Woman of the Year in 1999. When you do your career, it's also very important to be uh, seen. I always participated in different charity events and all kinds of uh, important uh, corporate social responsibility women issues. I was the one in Hungary who actually put together the, the, the first women network in, in 1995. There was a book published, the title was Engendering the Environment, and was published by the World Bank. And uh, I did the press conference in Budapest, and somehow I became the leader for Hungarian women in general. Actually, as an older woman, but still very active, I, I play a very important role in the women network. And I have different mentees, and I'm mentoring 
women and men, but 90% women and 10% men. I also, it's very important that we should involve the, our male counterpart if we would like to be recognized that we are equal with men. I got a pro-Europe award in 2005. I became Human of the City in 2008. I was invited to the global most influential women network in London. And uh, since 2015, I'm among the 50 most influential women in Hungary ever since it was published. And what I'm very proud of that I was among the 101 most influential men and women. I think it's probably we were about five um, among the one and 101. And I think it's very important to increase the percentage. I was also on the front page of the Forbes uh, most influential. I was very surprised. I'm always talking about my age, but I think it's a very important uh, question. And uh, I was very honored that they believe that uh, we should be on the front page. It's like a diversity kind of issue that you not only put a younger woman on the front page, but also like at a more advanced age. And this, this picture was also on, on the front page of the Hungarian Business Monthly. And I, I was very happy with the picture because it was like three years ago and it was it's a pretty, still a pretty good picture. And uh, I was also in the National Geographic uh, issue of the, the, which was only about women. I was uh, together with very, very high profile women. And I was very uh, grateful for National Geographic. That was a global uh, issue. And they put uh, different nationalities among the, among the role models, I would say. And uh, I would like to give you like a list of uh, things that, that I believe is important for, for a woman making a career. You have to be brave, you have to aim high and never give up. These are the three most important uh, aspects that you should take into consideration. For me, and I think for everybody who, who works uh, with family, it, they shouldn't see the family as an obstacle. When I was with the World Bank, for example, I really had to struggle with the time difference. Uh, and that this was the time when the, the computer was actually introduced, the email, and, and the, when the digital world came. And what is good about being young, that it's, you, you can do more. You are, you are more capable of sleeping less and working more. And when I had any problem with my work or I felt that I cannot solve that particular problem, which actually solved itself, I could always think that as long as my family is fine, as my, my daughters are fine, then there is no more important thing than family. And uh, this always helped me to keep a balance uh, with my work. What is also important, and it's it also something that I learned at the World Bank, that you need to build and develop your knowledge. In the bank, we had every second year, at least, we had a, a professional development program, because I was told that if you are out of uh, the, the loop for more than two years, then you actually 
appreciate your knowledge. So being in finance, I think it was a very important point to take care. What is also important to be to be present when you are going anywhere. If you are there, you have to present yourself. You have to connect with other people. And every challenge is an opportunity. So if you see a challenge, you can see it as an opportunity. Be cooperative. Look for good mentors. I always had very good mentors and good business networks. And even 30 years back, I have the same friends who I had friends at my workplace. Then I still, we are still together and we are still creating a very important network for each other. And these networks can create balance for you. What is also important that in my case, I'm Hungarian, I was born in Hungary. I was educated at Karmarks University. And when the opportunity came, I went global. And I think as a professional, also Rafaela was working in London. This is how we started to know each other when I was ambassador. I think that you need to be prepared to move your family or for example, my daughter, she works in Holland, and it's very important for her that she, what she says, that she basically, she goes to any, a new country if she believes that is good for the children. At this point, they speak three languages, Hungarian, English, and Dutch. But my daughter speaks seven languages because of the different countries. <laughs> so, but I think it's a career opportunity might also be an opportunity for a child to have a good education and learn different languages. And I also would like to say a few words about my present occupation, how to phase out a career. After the ambassadorship, I went to work at EY Global. I was a global partner in EY. And when I retired, we went through a retirement training program, which actually made a lot of sense. And what they said that if you stop working from, from one day to another, most of the partners like are dead within two years, because like being extremely important, and the next day nobody realized you even at the, the corner shop, then it's psychologically it's a very difficult situation. And it's either you do some professional job, which I started to do, or even if you don't get the opportunity to work more, then basically charity or... Actually, I do both because I, I'm board member at an agricultural conglomerate. I'm the president of the 4IG International Advisory Board. And the, these um, board memberships are fee-paying uh, occupations, and it takes about two days a week for me, not more than that. And the rest of the time that I have, I spend with my family or work on charity. I founded the Institute of Directors Hungary because governance and board knowledge is something which needs to be improved in Hungary. And I'm also president of the Hungarian Business Leaders Forum, the Women Leaders Forum. So I, but basically, I enjoy time and freedom and balance.
So I think that when you start as a young professional, you have balance because you don't have family yet. Then you have a difficult off-balance time which you need to manage. And it can be managed quite successfully. And if you retire, you also have to do it in an honorable way. And this is what I'm trying to do now. Thank you very much. I must say this part on the retirement I had not yet seen, and I'll keep it in mind. Far <laughs> away, but it's coming. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, actually, we have a quick question. Let me see. Great listening to you and hearing about your journey. I was curious to learn more about your experience at the World Bank. Financial institutions are known to be originally male-dominated and challenging for women. Uh, did you experience some of these challenges as a mother or a woman? And were other organizations different? Uh, but maybe you had a trade, less money, more accepting for women. And uh, which working experience did you enjoy the most? The, uh, regarding the World Bank, interestingly enough, uh, it was extremely inclusive. It was very supportive with me as a, at that time, young mother. I had, Carola was like four, three, four years old, my younger one. So I was the, the head of the bank in Hungary, in Budapest. And I was promoted against my male counterpart who had the same MB. And he went to my boss and said that, he believed that he would have been a better chief of mission. And then he was told that it wasn't a question because they, they, they selected me. And during my 10 years, during the whole time, I had equal pay. I had more than equal opportunities. And I think not just me, but also my colleagues were pretty happy. And this is, as I said, the first uh, book that was published in Hungary, this engender in the environment. So what, what I learned about uh, women leadership, I did learn it at the bank. Regarding the second question that which job did I like the most? It was the ambassadorship, it was four years. It, I already saw that ambassadors are, are relaxed that they don't have uh, like rush and everything. It's basically like a, a 12 hours long day, every day, including Saturdays and Sundays. So you have to read a lot to be informed about global politics, local politics, bilateral politics, you have consular problems, you have, you have to go to different events to speak or to listen. So, but it was the most uh, wonderful job in my whole life. I actually did like, Ersten Young was uh, probably you can earn a lot of money, but it's more like a factory. And if, if I look at EY, I really believe that this is the type of company that they say that there are gender equality, which is not true. And they are trying to give a balance because statistically you have to meet the, the target numbers. It's a very difficult uh, environment as a woman, but I can tell you that again, I had to fight more for my equal pay. I was equally paid but it didn't come naturally. So I had to fight and I did fight. So you always have to fight for yourself. 
Yeah, definitely. Thank you. I cherish so much the friendship that I have for you because for, you know, for your knowledge, but also because you were such a role model for me as somebody that could handle family and career. And I think showing people that it can be done in itself is enormously valuable and, and I think very much needed. The other thing that I think is equally important is to be candid about how physically and emotionally demanding is to especially the first few years of the kids are on especially on the women not just on the women of course the men are certainly there as well as the grandparents and everybody else but it comes at an incredible physical cost which some women simply cannot make it pass essentially that you're so depreciated that you just give up And some women are simply not able to go past because the system doesn't allow them. So I find this topic particularly important to make clear. First of all, because I don't think it's evident that the two things are linked. I find that many people just perceive the, the boldest effort to be around labor and maybe the first year of children. And then after that, you somehow manage it but that's not true it's a cumulative effort and so by the fifth year which is where the data signals a lot of women drop off the labor force is because you are physically destroyed practically if your kid did not <laughs> did not sleep that, that is definitely my experience linking this to digitalization because at the end of the day this webinar is not just for the women is for everyone Uh, digitalization is also accelerated depreciation of skills and, and emotional and physical well-being for everyone. So introducing into the public debate avenues to allow everyone to manage better their career, I think that's, uh, that's very important. The other thing that you've raised is the intellectual enjoyment out of a work, right? I mean, you said that being an ambassador was was the best job and indeed it did look very, very good when I used to meet you. <laughs> and EY somewhat uh, more of a factory. And again, I think this is, this is a very important issue. I think economies can flourish if everyone has the ability to try different roles at different times in their lives without enormous financial penalty on it and what instead it feels like and not just feels that what the data says is that more and more you are incredibly financially rewarded if you join a large company because that's where a lot of the structural financial strength is moving to but anybody that joins a smaller company who tries to be an entrepreneur is penalized disproportionately today relative to what it was before. And that has repercussions for, for financial well-being in the economy overall, because you are essentially creating only one fairly narrow track to get to that top 10% of the income distribution. And the next 90% is, is penalized. So I think that that's another point of view that I think maternity to some extent makes clear and it's true for, 
for everyone. And the last part is generally on data and deception in the sense that what I always found about maternity is always not quite what it seems. You know, there is always bits that you had not known from the outside. And when you, you got in, you learned the more more closely. And, and I think, again, digitalization with this incredible emphasis on measured data, it, it creates a bias for what is in the Excel and it undervalues what does not make it into the Excel, so to speak. I, I think maybe that's a bit convoluted way of saying this, but, but I find that's the other perspective that is important to me. So I want to very warmly thank you, Borbala, for this presentation. I find it, it was incredibly valuable. Thank you for the opportunity. And I, I wish all of you to be successful and in balance. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you.